Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving, goal-oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 144, Allowing People to Be Upset. Hello, hello, hello. How are you all? Things are rocking and rolling over here. I just did a fun race in the mountains. It was a hiking race. And it was the third year in a row that I did this hiking race. It's in um, North Carolina. Why is the name breaking me? It's called Hanging Rock State Park is where I take my kids camping all the time. And it's called Reach the Peaks. My friend Dan came up from Atlanta. He was one of the guys that I went to Alaska with. And we camped on Friday night, and then we woke up early, and we did this amazing 10-mile hike in the mountains, and then we came back here, hung out with the family, and then I went to a concert on Sunday night, y'all. I went to see Ani DeFranco at this amazing venue out in the country called the Hall River Ballroom, and it was super safe, you know, all the masks, constant wiping down of things. It was just beautiful. It was so amazing to be in a group of people and hear live music. I can't, I almost started crying. It was so good. It's been too long for that. So I had a fabulous weekend and getting ready to finish up my week here and have another fun weekend. I'm going to a writing retreat and I'm going to dive into some chapters of my book. I'm very excited about it. But this week I want to talk to you all about allowing people to be upset with us. Okay. So we do things and say things that might cause other people to feel upset, angry, frustrated, disappointed, offended, et cetera, et cetera, right? And if you've been doing this work or listening for a while, you know that I teach that it's our own thinking that causes our feelings. So if we are on the receiving end of someone saying, hey, when you did that, it hurt, or at work, somebody might say, hey, I'm really disappointed that this didn't get done in a certain way. In other words, they express or show how they are feeling towards us. And what I coach my clients on and I teach you here in the podcast is that this outward expression of how they are feeling towards you gets internalized by you through your thinking and then you have a feeling about it, okay? So if someone tells you they're just disappointed, you have thoughts about their disappointment and those thoughts will create a feeling for you. It's not what they said that creates your feelings. It's your own internalization about what they said that creates how you feel. Got it? Just a little refresher. Okay, so sometimes knowing this and someone tells us that they are disappointed in what we did or said, we might want to think, well, that's just your thoughts that create your feelings. It's not what I did or didn't do. And y'all, I got to tell you, please don't do this, okay? Do not tell the other person that. I wouldn't even allow yourself to think it. It's sort of weaponizing the tools we use here for our own self-awareness, okay? The tools are meant for you, not the other person, (laughs) and definitely not without their permission to explore their feelings, all right? When you do this, you're actually not taking responsibility for your actions and you have no growth and it prevents you from understanding the other person on a deeper level, all right? 
So all of that to say, I want to explore the art of letting someone be upset with you. It should be a book title. <laughs> the art of letting people be mad at you. <laughs> I think it would sell a million copies. So first, people have emotions all of the time. It is normal for us to disappoint, to trigger negative emotions in other people. It does happen and it will continue to happen until we die. Okay, we cannot control it. Sometimes you will cause other people to be upset. All right. And if you can learn how to navigate that better, you can create a better connection through it with the other person and do less harm to yourself. All right. So I'm going to share a story with you. I was coaching someone recently and they told me about a time that they asked someone to do something and the other person got offended and shared how they felt to my client. And the client immediately immediately went down the shame cycle, feeling horrible, ruminating over what she said, internally defending why she said that to this person to do this thing. And the client also tried to get external validation on how she approached it by other people. And she didn't want this person to be upset. She didn't want them to feel disappointed by her. And because of how she was feeling about the other person's disappointment, she overdrank, she overate, and she watched hours of Netflix to buffer her own shame and defensiveness about the situation. And she said she just wanted to forget about it. Okay? So my client's emotions in response to the person who shared how they felt were heightened, mostly because my client didn't want this other person to feel this way, especially since she was the source of the disappointment. All right? She also had thoughts like, I wish I didn't react like this, or I wish she didn't react like, react like this. I wish she didn't react like this. She is making this mean more than it actually does. I would never react that way, and I wouldn't be offended if someone did that to me. Okay? So she had a lot of judgment about this person's feelings. And when she ruminates, she judges the other person for how they feel and what they said. It causes unnecessary suffering for my client. And it blocks a deeper connection to the other person. So now my client feels disappointed in herself for drinking and eating in response and is distracted by that disappointment instead of being focused on the other person and learning from this experience. Okay, so her response in response to the other person's feelings ended up not serving her. It caused more issues and didn't move the needle in fixing the issue. You guys all following me here? Okay, I'm just imagining you all nodding your head. <laughs> so what I advise is that we allow the other person to be upset. When they display or communicate how they are feeling, just take a breath, step back, and allow them to be exactly where they are. It's okay for them to be upset. It's okay for you to be upset. Everyone's emotions are okay, all right? Now, I got to say, if you feel unsafe or if the person is yelling at you, then remove yourself from the situation, okay? What I'm talking about are general things that we see people getting upset about. Frustrated at work stuff, annoyed that you didn't do something, something you said upset them, you know, like the general everyday rubs in relationships. So this looks like you taking a deep breath, acknowledging your own feelings, acknowledging theirs internally, and using your breath to allow some space for it. All right, deep breath, exhale, and pause. And then just notice what is coming up in your head. What is coming up for you? What are you thinking about what they are saying about you? 
Do you immediately want to defend yourself or convince them that they are wrong about you? Do you want to run away, avoid, shut down? Really get aware here. Grab a journal and go explore what is happening internally for you. Why are you defensive? Why do you feel shame or anger or whatever it is that you are feeling? Remember, they are allowed to have their feelings and you yours. Your feelings are valid and so are theirs. So use this as an opportunity to look at how you might give yourself some space and some grace. And if you can do this for yourself, you're more likely to be able to do it for the person who is upset with you. Allowing the other person to have their feelings and letting them be upset goes against everything we know, y'all. So I hear you. I get it. It feels weird and awkward to think about it. But this is a thing. We don't like to be wrong, right? And we really don't like it when other people think we have done something wrong. It's like the absolute worst. It's the worst offense possible, right? But allowing them to be upset without trying to tell them they shouldn't be or telling them how they are mistaken is not going to help. Or running around telling a big story about how wrong they are is just perpetuating your own misery, all right? So when you do that, it dismisses how they feel and it adds a layer of unnecessary suffering to your own emotional response to this scenario. So let's go back to my client and play out the scenario and apply this idea of letting the other person be upset. So my client gets some feedback about how she approached this person in in asking her for help. My client says in her brain, take a deep breath, gives herself some space, doesn't respond initially. If it's a face-to-face interaction, she might say thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I'd like to process that a bit and come back to you in a bit if that's okay. Or if it's an email or a text, she can simply just not respond right away. She might know how she feels. Again, breathes through it, processes it, and then tells herself it's okay. She's having a feeling. And then she notes that it's okay for the other person to share their feelings. And then she might sit with that a bit longer. She looks at the situation, asks herself, is there any truth to what they are saying? Could I have approached it differently? And I'll just let you know, by the way, the answer is always yes. (laughs) Always. We can always learn something and try something else. I'm not saying you would choose to always in every situation, but just know that you could if you want to. So try to reverse the role next and see how you might respond if the roles were reversed. Try to understand how they are feeling. And if they are feeling that way, notice how they would respond or how you would respond if you were feeling that way. That's where we empathize, okay? And if they are truly wrong about you, You have no need to defend yourself, okay? Defensiveness comes from an unconscious belief that you actually did do something wrong. And then you got to go out and convince the other person that they are wrong and you're right, okay? That's defensiveness. People that like 100% believe in who they are and what they did don't need to prove anything. They just know and they allow the person to have their thoughts and it's okay, It's like a kid who tells their mom, I hate you. You're the worst mom ever. And mom's like, yeah, I love you. The mom doesn't believe for one second and does not need to go prove to the seven-year-old all the reasons she's a good mother. Okay. So now that the client has allowed some space to process and acknowledge and empathize, now you get to decide what you'd like to do. 
Okay, you can come back to the person, ask some clarifying questions, apologize, reapproach, ask them how they would ap appreciate the approach next time, or do nothing. Sometimes just letting time pass and giving them, them some space is perfect. You allowed them to be upset, they expressed how they felt, and oftentimes that is all that needs to happen. And by pausing and allowing and letting them have space, you do that for yourself. And you're less likely to need to escape to the bottle of wine and standing in front of the fridge grabbing cheese, okay? You're not ruminating, you're not reliving it, you're giving them space, and you give yourself some space to process. You aren't making it worse by over-dramatizing, bringing up all the things the other person is doing wrong, on and on and on, okay? The other thing I want to explore here is sometimes the person can be flat out wrong, about you, like 100% wrong. This is also not a problem. This is a thing. We're all adults, right? And we all come from different backgrounds, ethnicities, families, socio and economic differences. Sometimes what we say or what we do triggers other people to respond in ways that seem unusual or out of the normal. It's not what you would do, right? And it's really important that you guys understand this. In my client's case, her asking for help from this person could have triggered something huge. That person could have been forced to do a lot of work as a kid or previously been employed by an overbearing, pushy, unforgiving boss, and maybe she gotten taken advantage of or some other big thing that we're totally not aware of. And they probably aren't either and can't really recognize their own patterns and ways of responding to people when they're in this cycle, Okay. Our society and how we are raised and our belief systems and how we are told to behave all contribute to how we act with other people in the world. Just because you wouldn't respond that way and you can prove that they are wrong doesn't make you right or better. And the more you can try to even imagine that, that it's probably more about them and their lived experience and the things that have happened to them before this instance, the more empathy and compassion you will experience and less damage will be done to you and to your relationship with this person. I let people be upset with me every single day. My kids, my husband, my clients, my podcast listeners, my extended family, my friends. I, they think I should do things differently. And I let them think that. I really do. I used to defend and try and prove how right I was. And guess what that did for my life? Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing except cause me unnecessary pain and anxiety and resentment. And then I would go drink. But not anymore. <laughs> Letting people be mad at you is freedom. Allow it. If you want to dig into it with them, then get curious about it. Ask them when they are ready, if they wish to explore it with you so you can understand them more and then decide if you want to do anything differently. I would be pissed off, frustrated, angry, and would not have created the life that I currently enjoy or helped the masses of people that I have helped if I did not let people be upset with me. It's okay. They get to be. I get to decide how I react and both of us get to be treated like the adults that we are. Even if you don't want them to be upset and you try to convince them that they are wrong, often it doesn't help. They have their beliefs, again, based on their lived experience in the world, and it's very hard to convince someone that what they think and feel is wrong. Imagine someone trying to do that to you. It's really not that effective, right? Let them be wrong and let them be mad and let them have their feelings. It will help you more than you realize. It will help you in your relationships. It will help you drink less. 
and it will help you stay focused on the things that you want to be doing. All right, my friends, allow people to be upset. <laughs> I love you all so much. Hey, are you on the list for Stop Over Drinking and Start Living 2.0? There's a link here in the show notes that will just add your email address to the list when I announce publicly when I'm going to be accepting new members into the program. I'm super excited about that. That will be announced probably early mid-October. So just around the corner. So make sure you're on the list for that and be the first ones to hear all the details. All right, my friends, have a good weekend. Talk to you soon. 